float down from their creator into the darkness of this time-space ocean and are devoured or fall in infertile soil and die. Their potential never even imagined consciously. We have seen the potentiality. And we see those that stand at the gate, the portal of our ascension, <laughs> greedily wishing to suppress the potential so that it be all theirs. be destroyed and the spirit of Jesus Christ is now entering the planet our testing will be painful but soon we will leave you God forever hello and good evening my name is Josh, and I'm joined as always by Aaron and Bob, and we're the folks who are going to help you make sense out of nonsense, find the reason of the unreasonable, find the method of the madness, because this is okay, hear me out. Aaron and Bob, how are you doing this evening? I actually like that, because because we weren't using it, his reading was fucking perfect. Yeah. Oh, I was just going to say we read in with that, like, you played the That's it. Fine. No, that is yeah. it. That we, we are yeah. live right now. Fuck it. Do it live. So, how are y'all <laughs> doing this evening? I asked you a very clear and important question. I'm alive. Well, I'm alright. <laughs> I don't have the coof. I don't have COVID. Doing pretty I feel good. like I'm wildly unprepared because I've just been playing Ghost of Tsushima for like 48 straight hours, except for when my girlfriend was over and I was just. The whole time is just kind of staring at her, then staring at the door forlorn, like hoping she would just walk out of it so I could keep pretending to be a samurai. <laughs> God damn it. You degenerate, unemployed piece of shit. <laughs> oh, dude, I know. And I'm making, still making more than I was before. It's so retarded. To be fair, though. Anyone know the uh, extended unemployment benefits? Are those still happening? They probably. They they're not, they haven't passed all, quite yet. Yeah, they're all trying to play the, you know, favorites right now before the election so it's definitely going to happen and then they're both gonna argue over whose idea it was jesus christ it is stupid okay but enough of that we have some exciting stories for you all this evening and i believe we want to start out on a scientist discover aaron uh, you want to introduce this story to us well usually we have scientists discover this time it's just scientists warn um <laughs> oh, okay excuse me this is there's a, but, wait, wait, wait 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 there's another thing that we need to be in mortal fear of constantly. Always. Okay. Okay. I just wanted to get that. Uh, all right. It's actually kind of funny because, like, the news when the existential terror when the news is trying to like scare the shit out of you, it's like they're a juggler and they can only juggle so many things to scare you <laughs> with. So like, <laughs> when the riots broke out, they're like, "Oh, I'll drop the Corona plate for a second. and then it was like, you know couple weeks of no corona news and then it went right back to corona but uh here's a scientist warn move over coronavirus space diseases could threaten life on earth scientists warn space diseases that's what we have to be worried about now guys thanks it's NASA. my favorite thing yeah it's my two favorite things <laughs> Is this into one. <laughs> I, I don't think it wait it, might... it just says researchers yeah um but uh, this comes in the news that the Pentagon actually confirmed that there are UFOs, uh, vehicles that were not made on Earth flying around in space, right? God, I love that. Did you guys see that? <laughs> yeah. 
I, yeah, okay, I didn't follow up on that. What is what is the actual story there? I didn't actually follow up on it either. I'm just like, whatever. Like, God shut damn the it, Bob. fuck up. Like, <laughs> yeah, do you want my... Uh, I, I can tell you exactly what it is. It's... Uh, so, they want you to believe in space aliens. The funniest part is, they're confirming that aliens exist, and no one fucking believes it. Like, if we believe that at all, that's how low the trust in the government and the fucking media is, which I actually like, is that the government came out and said... Yeah, there's not made on Earth fucking spaceships flying around, and everyone's like, "Yeah, all right." Like no one cares. Um, but it's it's all just setting up for the fucking fake space invasion shit, dude. They really want to test the waters to see if people believe in the aliens, so that they can pretend that there's a fucking space invasion and blow some shit up. I guarantee you. I guarantee they're going to do that at some point. So, so what's the story behind space diseases? What what does that mean? Oh God. Yeah, this was uh, they. Here's their claim. Their claim was that they... Uh, scroll down a little bit because I don't have this popped up. I'm just reading off of yours because I'm lazy. We hypothesize that life forms from, uh, that evolved in an environment of different amino acids might contain them in their structure, said the lead author of the study, uh, Dr. So-and-so of the University of Exeter. With the existence of liquid water in the universe, it is entirely possible that microbes have developed el- elsewhere off-planet. To find out whether or not uh, alien germs would pose a threat to mankind, the researchers tested how mammal immune cells uh, fared, or yeah, fared when put into contact with amino acids that uh, are rare on Earth but common in outer space. Oh my God! Oh, so, Jesus wait, wait, Christ! Are like bacteria or pathogens, or just like generic amino acids? Really, After really wait. two important things, two two really important things on that on that paragraph. One. Bob, you're an exceptional reader. Thank when you. When did you... <laughs> did I fuck you up? Almost, what, what did I fuck would up? you rather I read it? You almost made it through three words at a time without stammering like a retard. I don't well, know Well, I wasn't expecting you to be like, oh, yeah, you should pull up because I'm reading it off your screen. Thank you. <laughs> well, I, I was going to read it for you. I was just trying okay. to scroll down. After experimenting uh-huh. on mice, which have similar immune responses to humans, they found that the immune response to the extraterrestrial variation was less efficient, with levels of 15% and 61% compared to 82 and 91 normally. Oh my god. Of what? Something that we've never come in contact with affects us ab- abnormally compared to things that we are in constant contact with. Like, Jesus fucking Christ. Thank you, science. Yeah, it's fucking retarded. And what they did, my favorite sentence, though, is the researchers tested how mammal immune cells fared when put into contact with amino acids that are rare on Earth but common in outer space. So where the fuck are they collecting shit that's common in outer space since we haven't left fucking low Earth orbit, supposedly, in 48 fucking years? So what are these common amino acids that they're pulling from... Outer moon space. rocks, We've all dude. these moon rovers. Moon and, rocks. And Mars rovers. Come on, and, man. Like, you know. Moon rocks. Dude, there's a lot of... Unmanned dude, missions. By the way, there's a lot of debris in outer space. There's just shit floating out there. It's not just, like, empty, empty. It's all relatively the same temperature, but it's not empty by any stretch of it's, the imagination. It's empty enough to never wipe out a fucking satellite or the fucking shitty space station, apparently. There's nothing... Um, you know, we have how many tons of asteroids hitting Earth, but just luckily, they always could fucking miss those guys. Okay. Well, that's because we have a, a special uh, division of NASA that works specifically 
to protect us from asteroids and shit. Yeah, um, yeah Star Trek, full speed ahead. Put on the fucking <laughs> photon shields out in front so the meteors don't hit us. I, I want to get through this last statement that they made. We therefore speculate that contact with extraterrestrial microorganisms might pose an immunological risk for space missions aiming to retrieve organisms from exoplanets and moons, concluded the the scientists. So that that's great. It, it's like the, the the very basic and like subtle things that like you've ever seen in like a, a sci-fi space exploration film. Like <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> it's like oh good. Yeah, like, I also they finally caught up with the, the science fiction genre on this one. Thanks, scientists. <laughs> oh god, I also want to contrast that like that non-conclusion with the the preview for the article. Like if you if you share a link to the article, the preview. The, the little blurb is, researchers have discovered that extraterrestrial germs are more dangerous than terrestrial ones, <laughs> highlighting a new alien risk in our relationship with space. Man, if that doesn't get you fearing for your life instantaneously, <laughs> I don't know what would. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, don't worry. Uh, we can't ever go back to the fucking moon when we say we're going to, so I don't think we're going to be taking fucking amino acids off of fucking planets anytime soon. Elsewhere, fucking so stupid. Oh, ye of little faith. Yeah. Goodness gracious. <laughs> so excited for our 2025 New Year's episode when I like, hey, uh, Elon didn't get us there, guys. What the fuck happened? Uh, some, uh, I, I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens. I'm excited to watch it uh, happen and rub it in your face, even though I don't. Oh, I'm not even that invested. Thank God. I'm glad you said that. <laughs> I've had that on record. I'm, I'm pulling that clip. Jesus Christ. Okay. Okay. Is that a is that a good uh, good encapsulation of the scientists discover for this week? That's the whole article. They didn't they didn't say anything. They just said that shit that that we've never been exposed to before is going to affect us more than things that we have been exposed to before. Like that's all that Duh. they're saying. Duh. Yeah. Exactly. Thank you. Is is like holy fuck? How many billions of dollars of research went into this? It was just mil- It was probably just millions, but. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm exaggerating that point, but let's be fucking honest. Like, who paid for this? Why did we pay for it? And can I not pay for such a study in the future, please? <laughs> I like this uh, picture, too. What's this picture they put with the article where it's, like, this conehead lady just, like, yanking her, like, head oh, off? God. Like, what's going on there? Bob and I were yeah. talking about that. I have no fucking idea. It looks like the, the lady is, like, crushing the top of her skull to, like... I don't know, but like she's holding like a beaker <laughs> at the same time. It's it's like a bunch of pictures layered over each other, but it looks oh, like it she's is a like beaker. Yeah, yeah, you, you can it see the beaker. Like a weird space helmet. <laughs> it looked like a space helmet. And she's ripping it off, exposing like some kind of brain Jesus. underneath. This uh, looks so fucking weird and dumb. But yeah, that's all for scientists discover. That's I mean that's. I have anything okay. more than that. Just so fucking dumb with how much they try to fear porn you with the dumbest shit ever like space germs things that we don't even know about could pot- could potentially kill you <laughs> tune in at 11 to find out <laughs> like, yeah also be well, afraid I'm, of the unknown now yeah be afraid yeah. of everything I, i'm just disappointed they didn't put a racial slant on it it have something like uh similar to the spanish conquistadors visiting america with the transmitting smallpox to the indigenous people uh the aliens might have a similar strategy with their space blankets as we're calling them (laughs) uh, yeah that's uh, scientists warned that uh space blankets will harm blacks the most (laughs) 
Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, goodness. Okay. Uh, speaking of racism, um, well, okay. Well, we'll get into the topic in a second. Uh, <clears throat> you two are familiar with the concept of a Karen, right? Yeah, it's a fucking uh, boomer chick that can't fucking mind her own business. That complains you say Karen or Karen? Karen. Karen. Karen with a K. Yeah, the me. Yes, with a K. Okay. Am I not okay. enunciating? Okay. Um, so, yeah, yeah. Aaron, Aaron immediately has a very clear, good definition of of what this is. Bob, what, what do you think of when you hear the word Karen? Uh, a white woman calling the police on an innocent black man for being black in a park for literally no reason. That's a Karen. Clearly, you have done your homework. <laughs> Bob, play the clip. Okay. <laughs> Give me a second here. Okay. You know Karen. She wants to speak to your manager. Mm-hmm. She swears at you if you ask her to wear a mask in public. She tells you to go back to where you came from. She calls the police on you for just about anything. Get out now! There's three numbers I can dial. Nine one one. Calling police on an eight-year-old little girl. You yeah, and um, illegally selling water without a permit. Yeah, on um, my property. Yeah, I'd like to report that someone is illegally using a charcoal grill. Oh, uh, I need a description of them. What race are they? Um, African American. In fact. Karens are part of a lineage of entitled white women going back a couple centuries in this country. Oh, So if I remember correctly, Karens are the ones uh, doing who, this. Oh God, a lineage. If I remember correctly, it's Karens who are asking people to wear that. masks, not cursing people out when they don't. But so there's a bit of a, a pretext. Um, there's this NPR show called Code Switch, and they talk about racial topics. It's uh, the, the one lady host is uh, half, I think she's, what is it, half Iranian, half Puerto Rican, I think she said. And the, the guy host is something, something he mumbles, so it doesn't even matter what he says because you can't hear it. Um, and they, they talk about topics like this. This was from like a week and a half ago. Uh, and they talk about the idea of a Karen and immediately bring race into it. So now that you two have an idea of what the definition of race is. Uh, Bob, can you finish that, that clip that it started on the, the long lineage of Karen? Yeah, I'm going to pull Karen, it back. Karen of San Diego, eighth of her name. <laughs> <laughs> Genealogy of Karen, yes. Oh, no. Starts out like the Bible. <laughs> yeah, Karen, daughter of Karen, daughter of Karen. <laughs> in fact, Karens oh, are part of a lineage of entitled white women going back a couple <laughs> centuries in this country. Before Karen was Karen, there was a forerunner in the 90s, Becky. Oh my god, Becky, look at her butt. It, it is, is so big. big. She, looks she like must be one, one of those, those rap guys' rap girlfriends. Guys girlfriends. <laughs> okay, that's that clip. Can I pause oh. it there? Oh my Talk god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> this is an NPR show? Yes, it is. This is an is. NPR show? <laughs> Holy fuck! Why, why would you why would you question that, Bob? Oh my God, NPR! Oh Jesus Christ! If if someone tells me they listen to NPR, I immediately like I don't do this for any other generalized group, but if they're an NPR listener, I'm like, oh, you're retarded! Like, <laughs> like there's something fundamentally wrong with your brain if you listen to NPR on a day to day basis. Like, holy shit! You know the okay. best part it's about funny because oh yeah 
the best yeah. part about somebody that, bra- that does that, they always do it as a brag to like be like really yes. like show you yes. how smart they are. It is the that that's, that is why I avoid them so much is because they're like I listen to NPR. I'm so well informed. I'm so fucking smart, and they're the dumbest fucking people I ever like come in contact with. They are the dumbest. I don't know what it is about them. There's just like there's like a smug arrogance about them because like they listen to like fucking piece of shit. Oh god, let let me just collect myself. I'm sorry. <laughs> No, no. Uh, so, so actually, I, I didn't get the full clip or any clip of the whole uh, explanation of this. But in this episode of Code Switch, they explain a certain type of uh, uh, self-privileged, entitled person who is that like listens to NPR, has the tote bag and the water bottle, and they shit on them as uh, being a, a new form of Karen as well. Oh so, um, don't worry, they address that. <laughs> but let's let's go on to the next clip. I just want to want to. Explore a little bit more what the the whole background to a Karen is and what it what it means you know what the the uh, social ramifications etc cetera, etc. Cetera. Miss Anne was a kind of cheeky in group shorthand amongst black people. You might say something like, "Oh, what? you do not want to cross Miss Anne today. She is in a mood." Yeah, it's like when you call any annoying white guy Chad. They're <laughs> <laughs> wow. fucking up every meme. Wow. <laughs> that, that was why I clipped that, because they fucked up the memes. <laughs> Karen isn't inherently racist, and, and fucking chads aren't describing an annoying guy. What the fuck are I, you talking about? I would love for some half-Iranian chick to call me a chad. I would love it. I, <laughs> I would do everything in my power to get her to call me a chad. <laughs> <laughs> oh god yes i love a little stupid giggle at the end of that yeah the, the giggle but, um, I, I, <laughs> this is why the left like the, that's why the meme the left can't meme like went so well because all they do is take existing memes and then try to invert them and they use them all improperly and everyone thinks you're fucking retarded yes but instead like, of a punchline they give you a paragraph worth of dumb shit to yeah. explain what they actually mean it's like well black lives matter doesn't mean just black lives it means we need to do this and we need to do that and it's like well then get a better slogan you retard like <laughs> what the fuck are oh, you doing God. learn to <laughs> express yourself to in mean. a more effective way <laughs> oh jesus I don't know. Let's hire hire a marketing person who can come up with slogans. We we need a brave new world world where they have like an actual minister of slogans person. All right, I'm I'm gonna. Okay, let's. I really want to email this the the host of the show and get her to call me a Chad. That would just be my dream now. <laughs> 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 oh goodness gracious! All right, let's, let's let's go on with the next clip. There's a few more. A People need to remember that racial hierarchies and gender hierarchies are all intersecting in different ways. Oh, that, that's self-explanatory. And she also that. can't say the word hierarchy. But, it, I mean, you know. it doesn't... It's self-explanatory in the, in the sense that it, she's not saying anything. Right? <laughs> oh, well, she, she... Okay, so sorry. She's giving a description where uh, people had complained about the... the uh, um, the victimization of Karens because uh, uh, it's ignoring the real problem, which is powerful men, and uh, it's blaming women, something, something. And she, she is explaining that um, there, there's a hierarchy of victimhood and that uh, uh, blacks are lower than women or some, something like that. If you're not talking to me about trigonometry and use the word intersect in any way, I fucking... <laughs> I have the same reaction you do with fucking NPR people. <laughs> 
I, I like immediately my brain just shuts off. I'm like, no, not this guy. It's the same reaction that I give whenever I hear someone try to sell me something using the word quantum. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, yes. <laughs> Okay. You'll be on board. There's intersectionality by the end of this. Don't don't worry. Um, okay. Uh, n- next clip. Welcome to Black Jeopardy, the only Jeopardy where our prize money is paid in installments. <laughs> oh my god! What the <laughs> fuck is this? Okay, what? keep going. They have a, a, a it's commentary one of their only on this. Good bits in SNL. <laughs> to be fair, like Black Jeopardy okay. is one of their only. Oh, that, good yeah, ones. that is really yeah. No, okay. But, okay. Um, that, that's not the end of this clip. You remember that Saturday Night Live skit called Black Jeopardy, right? Yes, it's one of the few funny things on SNL, in my humble opinion. Um, the Tom Hanks one. All right, I like this girl. Specifically. Yeah, the Tom Hanks one was very good. Very good like uh, encapsulation of recent class dynamics. Wait, so can you re- replay those last two seconds? Because he mumbles the fuck out of that. Yeah, let me... Hold Tom on. Hanks one was very good. Very good like uh, encapsulation of recent class dynamics. An encapu- encapsulation of race and class dynamics. Yeah, 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 yes. Yeah. Um, that's what the skit was about. Uh, it was an encapsulation of race and class dynamics. That's what it was and about? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm it's sure. Black Jeopardy. Not Black Jeopardy. It's Black Jeopardy is how the, the, the lady says it. Yeah, it wasn't even that. It was literally just it was, uh, it was a really good bit about how poor white people and inner city black people think the same on everything and they don't even fucking realize it. <laughs> And it was, and it's true too. It's fucking. That's why it was so funny. Because anything that's like true like that, when you're doing like any kind of comedy, and it, it what you're saying is true, and you're making it absurd, like it's the stuff that rings as the funniest. Every yes. Time. L- let me let me break it down for you. It encapsulates the fact that race is not very important, and class is the most important thing with politics going on right now. That's kind of, what it yeah. was pointing out. <laughs> oh, definitely, yeah. With and right now especially, let yeah. me just re- uh, reiterate, every time that the media goes on about race, what they're really talking about is class, but they don't want you to know that because if there was a class warfare going on, it would fucking destroy everyone at the top. It's all. It has to be about race because it does. it won't change anything at the end of the day. Okay, going on. Yeah, that's it. Okay. As much as Karens are truly problematic, I do worry that the satisfaction that comes from canceling a Karen is a distraction from a bigger problem that can be with an Alex or a Kelly. In other words, the people who seem woke, who say the right things, but who are still deeply invested in the structures of racism. Kylie says that might be the next face of Karen. So the point is this, of this uh... is that she's actually making a point there to an extent. Like, like if you if you deflect from the actual problems and, uh, you know, the people who pretend to be woke or the male feminists, they're oftentimes the problem. They're oftentimes the actual, you know, the people ruining society. So amidst all of this, they, they come up with an actual, you know, bit of a commentary or, uh, you know, analysis on what the fuck is wrong with this world. And they, they, they themselves are getting distracted by saying, Oh no, that's we're talking about, uh, Karens and racism, but, not actual, you know, racist issues, racist issues with, uh, people, with people on the left, especially. So that's, it's, it's, uh, just a little clip on to take out there. And I think there's one more clip here. Well, you got 30 seconds left in this bad boy. 
of a NPR sound bite that you got here. Oh, yeah, I think the last clip's 30 seconds. Okay. Me, uh... I got it. On a personal level, who springs to mind, real or fictional, when I say Karen? Do you guys have any favorite Karen? <laughs> Present company excluded. I have one. Okay. The Karen you love to hate. I guess that's all Karen. Sneaky music going Except on right you, now. Except for Karen. Thank you. Who's your Karen? So for me, it's Dolores Umbridge from the Ministry of Magic in Harry Potter. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know Harry Potter because I'm not a fucking 20-year-old girl. Oh, my God. (laughs) Can, Can we invite all of these people to the Harry Potter land in Disney World or Disneyland or wherever it is in Disney Incorporated and then just barricade the doors once they're all in and just cut off all the food and water supplies and just let them roost. <laughs> just you don't have to. That's going to be cities. The cities are going to be these waterless and foodless wastelands of people just killing each other like in five or six years. <laughs> well, why, why would you need to cut off the water and food supply? They'll already die of coronavirus if they're all you know oh. inside in the same place together. Oh, shut up! <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so is there one more clip? Yeah, yeah, okay. there, there is. Again, that's the difference between you and me. I would never make this about race. <laughs> oh, how many times have we heard that? <laughs> uh... Okay, I think that was a follow-up. Like a Reese Witherspoon yeah. movie or something. Oh, God. I feel like I'm watching, like, a... a oh, God. <laughs> Why did you do this to me? So, <laughs> do, you feel, do you feel woke yet? Have you learned about the real meaning behind Karen? The real ra- the real uh, uh, history of the Karen? Oh, they also bring this up, too. The um, the, the Karen Act. Uh, wait, sorry, what does that stand for? It's, um, it's something stupid. A Karen Act Karen introduced Act in San Francisco to outlaw racially motivated 911 calls. A San Francisco lawmaker yes. on Tuesday introduced an ordinance to outlaw racially motivated 911 calls under the Karen Act, which is spelled with a C, which is kind of weird. Uh, so, so it stands for Caution Against Racially Exploitative Non-Emergencies Act. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. All their it's laws already... are becoming named like for like <laughs> second graders now. It's so yes. it's so dumb. Well, well, they kind of always have been, but yeah, it it's started with the Patriot Act now. though. Like the Patriot Act was like where oh. really they started doing that. Everything started with the Patriot Act. Everything wrong with this world just started with the Patriot Act, I guess. It kind of, kind yeah, of, it, like... sort of, yeah. Oh God. Why? Okay. So I just want to bring that in as a segment for what the, the what the discussion on race and class looks like in modern America. What the discussion of of memes such as Karen and Chad look like in modern America in the the uh, ever politically correct and well produced NPR. Uh, so just just in case you two might be a little bit in your your, your filter bubbles of far right idealism and uh, <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna start wa- listening to this show now because I I oh yes yeah, so I it is so fucking it, it's so entertaining it's like the the way Alex Jones is entertaining right you know what I mean like I I, I find so. these these people on this show the equivalent to Alex Jones that is like my opinion like I think they are just as ridiculous as the things that Alex Jones talks about oh at least. Oh my well, these god! These people I love because 
they're so politically correct and also like millennial Twitter speak with what they say that they sound like aliens. And it is fascinating and hilarious. Fascinating and hilarious that you would describe somebody as sounding like an alien when they talk. <laughs> that too. I have found that my too. people. Yeah. Well, the problem, one of the things that annoys me the most is like, especially about NPR and NPR crowds, is that they think that if you say something in a calm voice and don't use like crass language, that it, it substitutes for substance. Like, very true. Well, yeah. You don't have to actually make a point. You just have to say it in a nice way like you're a professor. Like, just do a professor imitation, and then what you're saying probably is more correct. It's, if, if, what, it's, if what they're saying presents them as, like, a wholesome person, then they think that is, like, existentially, like, profound. You know what I mean? They're like, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, I hate say it everything. Just say everything like you're holding a glass of wine, like you just twirled it and smelled it, and you're like holding one of those like long cigarette holders, and you're like, oh yes, actually, oh yeah, the stock oh, yeah. market's doing great today. Like the Dow index is up. I, put I like put your nose up a little bit, down. smell your own fart just slightly, yeah. and <laughs> and pretend it doesn't stink. Like that. That, that is everything exactly that the place. attitude of these people on like this NPR show. It's like. Oh well, I'm I'm oh god, I, Josh, never do this again. <laughs> Don't bring in NPR bullshit. I'm I, I'm gonna have to okay. I'm gonna have to listen to all of it now because. <laughs> so what's your god. what's your overall point of bringing in these retards talking about Karens and getting every meme wrong, including Karen? Well, the the point of it, yeah, the getting the meme wrong was the uh, a big point of it, and also just to. Uh, show what discussion, like, exactly what I said, that what discussion is happening right now regarding uh, racial, um, you know, racial topics, that this is what people think is uh, reality among the meme world and real people, and they, they have this whole little presentation of, of a history of Karen and silly music in the background to make it sound academic, and it's, uh, it, it astounds me. I think I think I made my point. And like, uh, yeah, I don't need to bring in more, any more stupid clips, no matter how uh, amused I, I personally may be. I'm so sick of everything becoming a race issue. It drives me fucking insane. I can't wait to just I mean, get after, out of the fucking city. I'm so excited. Gearing up. Not on board with inter intersectionality after that. No. Yeah. No, I won't have to talk well, about well, it at okay. all. I can just sit. How, fucking, how about this one? Unless my goats start talking about fucking race relations, then it's not going to fucking matter. And I don't have to fucking talk to people anymore except for my wife and kids. It's going to be great. So there's this exciting new 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 concept called climate justice. And it, it talks about how Fuck off. Uh, th through every facet <laughs> of our lives, uh, whether it be our, our children growing up with Florida having disappeared or uh, uh, whatever. Effectively, it's intersectionality for climate change. And it's... Um, are you can you get on board with that or is it just the premise of intersectionality that is uh, uh boggling your mind i don't even know what you're talking about how is there intersectionality of climate change what does that well, even climate mean change affects our lives in every single way i'll give you five dollars i'll give justice. you five dollars if you can tell me what fucking intersectionality of climate change means Oh, sorry. Let me not load up the Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just well, tell me. Let, let, let's, I'll give you twenty dollars if you can give me an explanation of what it is while making sense. How about that? Yeah. Because it doesn't. Whatever you just said, Josh, it is it's a bunch of fucking bullshit. 
it's, yeah, just define yeah. that. Define that term right now. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. I... Uh, okay, so... After, after reviewing it, collecting my thoughts a little bit, there appear to be uh, kind of two major elements to it. Um, one of them, kind of the, the initial premise is uh, climate ethics, um, is that uh, there's an ethical side to climate change. Uh, and the other end is the, the other side is the social justice side, that um, <clears throat> people of uh, poorer people, less means, lower class, uh, et cetera, are going to be more uh, more highly affected by climate change. Is that because um, Florida's supposed to be underwater? <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, something like that, sure. No, but um, yeah, the, the climate change more... Uh, you know, more highly affects disadvantaged peoples. Um, some, so kind of putting those two things together and that there's a, we have a social justice ethical responsibility um, to combat climate change. Uh, stuff like that. that. Does that make, it make any more sense now? No, it's retarded. No, That's yeah, it's, it's dumb. Yeah. Life. Okay. <laughs> let's, let's move on. <laughs> uh, Bob, Bob, I think you had a, had a study for us or an article for us. Yes, uh, <clears throat> the Mirror.uk got some news here. Shock as the NHS NHS figures show that 703 antidepressant prescriptions were given to one-year-olds. <laughs> Anyone have a re- response to that? You, you guys Talking like that? Tough, uh, tough, uh, tough being a one-year-old these days. Right? Yeah. I, I guess so. The the existential dread. No, they're fucking depressed because their mothers aren't antidepressants or drinking too much and they're getting depressed from breast milk. Whatever. They're, they're the hormone Way the wrong take kids on hormo- this. Way wrong take. <laughs> the kids are not depressed. The doctors are selling horrible parents oh, that too. on free medication, free, that they're getting a kickback on and they have no problem drugging a fucking baby because like, they're soulless fucking goblins. I hope for the people. Don't trust these people. The 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 people that might be listening to this that have potentially gone on antidepressants or like and or SSRIs, like, do you think that the side effects that you've experienced would be a good thing for an infant of twelve months old to be experiencing? Oh, God. Like, okay, figures cover England from 2015 to 2019 as it revealed infants are routinely prescribed the drugs to stabilize their moods. As 1,572 kids under the age of five in total are recorded to have been referred. Wait, wait. So this is they're actually being pre- prescribed as antidepressants too, not like for some some other effect of the drugs to control their mood. Jesus, this is no. This is like to control back in the their day mood. You would give a child liquor to put him to sleep, or like uh, it, when parents a- in Germany would give kids meth or something <laughs> because they didn't know what it did. This is like giving a kid like a shot of, or giving like putting bourbon in their gums because they're teething. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like holy. That's fuck. actually way safer. That'd way safer. Yeah, it I, is. I, this is fucking I, up their hormones. I, I'd them. much rather having people put bourbon on the on their kids' gums as they're teething than give them antidepressants. Yeah, <laughs> like every doctor and parent involved in this should be thrown on a fucking pile and just burned like witches oh the doctors at least need to be fucking filleted dude 
the doctor yeah. prescribing a fucking t- like a 12 month year old 12 month old child antidepressants that doctor needs to be taken out and fucking flayed dude holy I would shit national healthcare great yeah <laughs> i would love to just I, I want to be in charge of it. I want to be in charge of the doctor burning. I want to get my best Quaker, <laughs> get a nice Quaker outfit and just like my to... buckles on my boots and my hat and just hop on out there and just start burning them at the stake. Read some like real heavy religious like texts and shit Whoa. and then just light them on a fire. As you scream, burn heretics, burn. <laughs> I, I want them to like walk up and be tied to the stake and you, you have like a... you. Un- unfurl a scroll and have a list of their crimes like uh doctor such and such uh is is hereby condemned to death for uh having uh put an innocent 30 year old man on a ventilator uh and doctor such and such is etc etc um i just want (sighs) the list of crimes to be read aloud and it for it to be dumb stupid shit like killing people on ventilators or prescribing one-year-olds antidepressants I, honestly, like, it would be so satisfying. Uh, I bet uh, if we had to, I, I think history, I like. I don't believe, like, any of history. I think it's all, like, fucking nonsense. Like, just look how much, <laughs> like, we're tearing down statues and shit now. Like, how many times have they probably done that? I bet the real Salem story is one dumb bitch came out, stumbling out of the woods and was like, you know, I have this idea about intersectional climate change. And they're like, burner, <laughs> burner at the fucking stake. She's <laughs> Salem sounds great. Yeah. I bet Salem fucking rocked. <laughs> Base Salem. Oh, God. So let's continue with this article. And, uh, and they repeat again, by the way. The first sentence of this uh, of this article says, Infants are routinely prescribed antidepressants to stabilize their moods. From 2015 to 2019, 188 two-year-olds, 285 three-year-olds, 381 four-year-olds, and seven, 718 five-year-olds were put on pills. The so figures like doubled then, from four to five. That means that I want to know how many six-year-olds are on it. It's probably like 1,500. It probably keeps doubling yeah, every that's like, right? That's when they're starting to go to preschool and, pre, or preschool and uh, kindergarten and whatnot, right? Right? It's so stressful. Figures then soared with 6,000 prescriptions a year for 11-year-olds and 91,000 for, uh, for those age 16. Oh my god! What the fuck! <laughs> oh my god! It really is like doubling almost that big every a problem. year. <laughs> that is, Aaron. That is what you call an exponential growth. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's an exponential curve, dude. It's fucking. Uh, that's fucking madness. Um, oh my like, god! And they they had madness. to bring up they had to do eleven year olds too. <laughs> to <laughs> Nine and eleven year olds. Hell yeah. They had to bring up the age is 9 and 11. You're yeah. more likely to commit suicide because of side effects of an antidepressant drug than to die of the coronavirus. We diagnosed 33,000 9 to 11 year olds of depression and gave them drugs. Yeah. NHS guidance NHS guidance says antidepressants are not recommended for under 18s usually. In rare cases, they can trigger thoughts of suicide and self-harm in this age gap. Well, well, it's not recommended for over 18. Honestly, yes. Most people, yeah. it, we should Think be under 1%. It should be for like schizophrenic people, not people that are like, I have depression. Like you have depression because you've probably been fucked up on so much different shit. Childhood trauma and fucking all sorts of bullshit. As, uh, and, and then you were getting drugs. Like how many kids do even when I was a kid that were on fucking Ritalin? 
Oh yeah, dude. Oh, oh god. Yeah. Ritalin and Adderall. Yeah, you want to know why you're uh, fucking depressed? You want to fucking blow your brains out because your parents been drugging you because they're shitty parents that couldn't be bothered with you being a little bit spastic because they're feeding you fucking cake and cookies. And you're around a fucking the government was, and annoying them. Yeah, because the government was telling the parents to feed you nothing but bread and fucking sugar all day. <laughs> yeah. no, oh, that, okay. Yeah, it leads back to the to the food pyramid to the goddamn food pyramid. <laughs> <laughs> there are also so they fears. Can sell breakfast cereal. Yeah. It was a breakfast cereal ad. Yeah, started and turned into Ritalin, and there, it's just like, oh, stop listening to the fucking doctors, guys. Like, I don't know what to tell you. They're they're not good for you. They'll sell you out. They'll inject you full of shit if it makes them a hundred bucks. You are a walking money pit to them. They there, do not give a fuck overall. There are also fears the medication could affect brain development, says the doctor from the Royal College of Psychiatrics. <laughs> or, yeah, psychiatrics. Said uh, antidepressants can be prescribed for a range of conditions. Of uh, No. No. Right? A range of conditions? I, I, I got an inch. I got an inch on my elbow. Should I take an antidepressant? Fucking Jesus Christ. Well, I'm thinking... For example, uh, uh, birth control pills, uh, I like have historically been prescribed for acne, uh, it, like a long time ago. But uh, that's uh, say my aunt had had that. Um, but that that's an example of something that, that fucks with your hormones that uh, is prescribed for various conditions sometimes. So I, I don't know about antidepressants though, or what like actually the, the situation is there. And I assume that they're pretty much only described for antidepressing. Uh, especially in the sense in the article they describe it being prescribed for uh, mood alteration. That's, oh, this Christ, there's a million fucking things wrong with this. A million, yeah. Oh, we should not be giving people these things that fuck up their brain chemistry. And at the same time, things like mushrooms, LSD, and even pot are still considered like very harmful like drugs because it alters like your brain chemistry and like it changes like the the state of your consciousness essentially well that's exactly what antidepressants are doing but these are way more harmful way more harmful because they expect people to take it every single day every single day do either of you know people that microdose lsc or mushrooms at all by the way i do not know yeah, it's always dirty hippies that fucking don't that have jobs. They're are, like the fucking worst people every day. That are not mentally stable individuals. I have not met a single person who microdoses that is <laughs> a emotionally or mentally stable person. Like, holy no. fuck. And That's what they would do in MK <sighs> Ultra to, like, fucking convince somebody to fucking murder somebody. Like, yeah. Like, be an assassin against their wills. They microdose them with LSD. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, like, uh, not even fucking hidden. That's, like, facts. Wow. So, how'd you guys like that one, huh? Well, it's just, it I, it drives me insane that everyone can admit, like, if you make this statement to a, a group of people, everyone will agree, okay? So, here's the statement. You say, people are being overdiagnosed with things like ADD, ADHD or whatever to be able to be prescribed shitty drugs like Ritalin and stuff. If you say that in a room of people, it can be from all walks of life, everyone will generally agree with you. Am I right about that? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So they know that doctors will sell people out for money. 
then in the same breath, those people will be like, well, the experts on TV say, and those are the doctors that are corporately backed. Who do you, who the fuck do you think these people are working for? Like they will sell you the fuck out for a buck. It, uh, it like, so stop listening to them. The fucking doctors that get demonized and shit are the ones that don't have a fucking corporate backing because they probably have a fucking conscience. Most of the time, at least as a general rule, that is probably the case. So stop fucking listening to these people. They're not out for your best interest. You already know it. You know they're over-diagnosing people. You know they're fucking selling you out for money. And you'll still fucking refer to them as the fucking experts on shit. Man, I really wish we prepared a vaccine bit for directly after this one. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, it would and really because, uh, drive the point home, right? Well, I am, like, fucking, I am referring to that. Like, the people that are on, that make it to the top, are corporately backed. They're the people that you want to watch out for. Those are not the people you want to take advice from. Yeah, not totally. The, oh, yeah, especially, I mean, well, when they're at the very top, too, they're, like, Fauci's a public official. He's not a doctor. He doesn't treat people. He, like, doesn't do real research. He He's a public official. He's a politician for all intents and purposes. And he's, uh, you know, he has every interest of a politician, which means uh, money, um, nepotism, and, you know, money. But even, like, the doctor, well, the local hospital that's making the most money are probably the ones fucking over-prescribing the most shit. Like... Yeah, that too. It is and not fucking good. This money-motivated system, these this merchant-class system that we fucking live in, you cannot trust these people at their word because there's too much money involved. So start fucking being skeptical. You already have the skepticism inside you. You already know they're over-prescribing and over-diagnosing people. So why the fuck would you then go, but I trust them on this thing? Like, they're already liars and you already know it. That's I, I, would, I personally am less skeptical about doctors intense, but I think that med school, from, from uh, testimonies, testimonies I've heard, I think med school pretty much... Um, indoctrinates them to uh, to think this way and think of drugs as a solution. And when they have a financial kickback, that pretty much just enforces that. And they're not really taught about things like inflammation or causes of disease and like how to actually treat a patient. They're taught about how to uh, treat symptoms and um, like how to run a business that's a hospital and make money. That's uh, so. I, well, I think a lot of doctors are well-meaning, but they're just uh, uh, kind of put into a certain mindset and. Um, that's just reinforced over their careers. True. It's not usually nefarious. Like, I don't think it's like the fucking, uh, like the bad guy on the Inspector Gadget, like stroking his cat, like, yes, we, we got him now. I'm going to get him on all the drugs. Like, they think that the drug is good <laughs> because they don't give a shit and they stop caring and they'll push whatever the next thing that gets put in front of them because they've created a bunch of fucking mindless sheep inside of academia that just push whatever is the fucking path of least resistance because that's human nature but these people don't care about you they it's out of uh it, it's out of negligence it's not out of like male intent it's just negligence yeah that's a it's a, a more balanced description uh bob what is this he floated up here oh no, no he's getting ready for the next part of uh okay okay Speaking of which, Josh, did you go, let's let's move on to what we promised we were going to do next week. So, for your homework <laughs> you had last week, you were supposed to find any photographic or video evidence of them actually building the space station before it just kind of appeared in space uh, 
20 some years ago. Um, so yeah, I, I looked into that a little bit and I, I found, um, pretty much what I was finding consistently was, uh, photos of all, all the modules that went up, um, you know, under construction or be, or complete, uh, in their, their manufacturing facilities. Um, at, so th those exist or like, you know, pictures of that stage exists. Uh, there, there's plenty of videos too, of, um, some of the rocket launches to send these modules up to, uh, up to the ISS. Um, and it, so far as the actual ISS, like, uh, being assembled or the modules like going into place and uh, uh, connecting to each other. Um, I only saw computer simulations of that. And so what you're telling me is you couldn't find a video of them actually putting the shit together in space or putting modules together, or put, you know, anything like that, attaching anything to anything. Um, I didn't look into that, that part of it as much, but uh, from a handful of searches, I didn't find anything like that. No, okay, I'll give you a hint. They don't exist, just so you know. So you don't have to waste your time next week. They don't exist. So so what they have right now, the proof that they have, that they put a space station together in outer space, is that they have pictures of a mo of separate modules built on the ground in er on Earth. That's what they, they have. A video of them launching them up, or like ro at least rockets launching up that uh, have these modules attached. Yeah. Okay. That's That is the level of proof we're working with that the ISS exists. Um, but, you know, they also do videos from inside the ISS, and uh, nothing could go wrong there that shows that they might be faking it. Let's <laughs> what first, possibly could you be talking about? First, pop, pop, pop up the video of uh, that I have here of Robert Steele. Um, now, he's a, a part of the ITNJ committee. They're like a private committee that tries to put out, like, you know, true like the, uh, information it's like a it's a private organization you you can trust them or not but the guy used to work no, for what, the cia what's the, what's the stupid test called that you get like the itnj results <laughs> from it does kind of sound like that i, I don't remember the name of it I mean, it sounds named like it's after named the after guy that. no it's not that it has nothing to do with that okay fine it's just a private com committee that tries to they meet and talk about things but this is a former cia guy talking about nasa and the cia and it's just a little bit interesting what he had to say about that. Um, do you have that there? Former CIA admits NASA mind control there, Bob? There you go. Uh, the obvious question is, okay, you've been a senior CIA officer, and uh, do you believe this? Yes, I believe this. Uh, however, let me clarify that 90% of the people in CIA are good people trapped in a bad system, and there sure. are at least seven CIAs, okay? So CIA is not a monolithic organization. Also, when we, against the orders of President Truman, when Alan Dulles brought in all the Nazi scientists and so forth, they went to two places. They went to CIA and they went to the National Aeronautics and Space Administration, which in our world we call it not a space agency. What? Pause that real quick. Well, I With mean, NASA, they call <laughs> yeah, it not a space agency. He said, in our organization, we call them not a space agency. Now, what's interesting is the next thing he says, too. Okay. As Kathy O'Brien has said so clearly, that's where the bulk of the mind control has been done. What? So now, pause it. <laughs> what? What is he talking about? He's talking about propaganda. That's what he means by mind control. Like, when you're talking about mind control, see, when you say something like mind control, people think, like, 
a fucking helmet that's like controlling your actions like a fucking puppet, but that's not what they're talking about. They're are talking are about you talking like about the, the fact that we need to believe all scientists? Yeah, shit like they, that. If they repeat something on the news enough, like wear a mask or you're killing your neighbor or uh, social distance, six foot, uh, whatever. If they repeat something on the news enough and with enough positive reinforcement behind it and uh, social zeitgeist, then... Uh, you know that, that's that's a very it sounds like a very natural way to disperse knowledge uh, and truth information throughout a pop- population, right? Yeah, it's just like uh, it's like Tavistock shit, where it's like uh, promote certain you know artists in pop culture to try to push culture. You push the youth of a culture in a certain way by promoting specific things through pop culture, and then the young people think it's them that did it. And you can push <laughs> you can push society in any direction you want with that. That kind of shit. Oh, silly young people. Yeah, that's what he's talking about. He's not, like, saying literally controlling your mind. But just, that's just an interesting thing. He's, like, he's a former CIA, and he's, like, NASA we call not a space agency. And then that's where the bulk of the mind control has been done. And that's just, I just find that interesting. So I want to now show some videos, because I think the ISS is totally fucking fake in a fucking... It's done in a studio, the end, and that's how they fucking do all of these uh, ISS videos. And um, I want to, I want to go to the first one. I, I'm pretty sure I've shown you this. I showed you this like a year ago when we first met. Um, but this is Chris Hadfield doing a presentation on how he brushes his teeth in space. Oh, okay. There we go. From. And this is from the Canadian Space Agency. This is great. Now, Check me from uh, D-Town, Ontario. Ask. Okay, are you going to talk Pause over it. the video? What's going on? Well, yeah, we don't want to <laughs> listen to him. Okay, so the first minute, he just <laughs> talks about brushing his teeth. It's, it's fucking dumb and boring. We're not going to play the whole thing. Okay. What I want you guys to look at, and now he's supposedly on the space station. And then people at home, if you, uh, anybody listening here, load up this video while we're talking about it because it's fucking great and just pay attention to the water bag that's floating behind him because at two separate instances in this video they speed it up and they have the dumb they have dumb music they have uh flight of the bumblebees playing to you know really give it that effect and he's not sped up for the whole time they're playing flight of the bumblebees he's sped up only at two separate moments so and those moments are from 139 in the video to 144 and 150 to 154. So let's start at like 135. And you guys watch the bag and I want to see what your reactions are to watching the bag. And what happens is they speed him up, but the water bag never speeds up. And that's because it's on two separate video overlays. That is not a... Green screened is what it's you're saying. It's green screened, and that's on a separate video overlay, and they forgot to speed that up with him when they did it. So, hit it and watch that water. Especially the ones in the back. Speed up. You should yeah. brush your teeth for about as long the, as you can. The bag was sped up. No, it wasn't. The, the, yeah, bag, I, the bag was. It might be now too. You have to look at it I'm not, very, I'm not sure. very distinctly, but it is sped up because it hits into like the corner <sighs> of the wall there. It hits into the corner of the wall there, and it it moves it it moves way too fast compared to like, dude. Go okay. Right, let's, let's back it up. Back play, it up play, there. Again. Let's let's watch that. Yeah, can you play this again? I wasn't. Okay, I'm at 140. I'm gonna hit go. 
You should brush your teeth for about as long as you can Mag sing Happy Birthday. Mag never changes speed when he slows back down. What are you talking about? Yeah, that's not that fast. Yeah, they sped they it up by up like... They like 3x. No, they, it's like 0.25, if anything. Right, yeah. <laughs> they speed him up feel, even the more. The music makes it feel faster than it is. Fine, on the second speed up, they speed him up even more. At so what timestamp? 150 is where they start to speed him up, so go to like 145. Okay. It'll be long enough. So they just sped him up. Yeah, now he's like 3x. Okay, so now what and I'm going to do, I've got a mouthful of toothpaste stuff. Up at all. Okay, you're right on that one. Oh, it, it, it yeah, when, when they go really back change. to regular speed, it doesn't change. Yeah. No, it doesn't change at all. That's And that's only my second favorite NASA video in the ISS. And there is literally a hundred of these fucking things. There's so you're many You're saying they can't things. bring green screens to space? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it is. They brought... <laughs> I, they actually went to space and then they green screen in space. <laughs> Aaron's about to have a stroke right now. <laughs> Absolutely about to have a fucking stroke. Okay. Well, like like I mentioned before, I'm perfectly okay with the uh, they went to space but faked all the videos or like made up all. I the, hate all that. The, all the videos are studio, so but they much. like okay. That argument's this retarded. Is space agnosticism coming out. We are giving you no leeway tonight again <laughs> on your space bullshit. Oh, so d- fucking dumb. Now this is a this is an example. The one you got pulled up here. Uh, ISL fail. CG software out of sync. So what it is? These two guys are talking, and he goes to pass a hat. They're passing this hat back and forth. Now what? The hat is not a real object. There so is hand or something. It is a 3D. It's in 3D like space. It's just a virtual 3D virtual space, and it is a virtual object that they can interact with. Which they do have that technology. It's pretty fucking easy. They made the movie Gravity on a hundred million dollars. They fucking NASA gets sixty-two million a day. It's not that hard to fucking do. So you see the object on the video screen, but they don't see it in real life, and they can interact with it. So now. Watch these two guys, and then watch this guy. He thinks he gets past the hat, goes to grab it, puts it on the shelf, and doesn't actually have it in his hand. So go ahead and play this clip. Remarkable things to see when you look out the cupola. I guess so far for me, uh, I like the the uh, the waters, the shallow waters in the Caribbean or the atolls in, in south uh, east of Pacific, what? or south uh, east of Pacific, or. <laughs> What's he grabbing? Oh, okay. Natural hand movement, uh, right? I, uh, hold on. Let me pull it back. East to Pacific. Or east to Pacific. Or south. Uh, yeah, it's... I'm not the, grabbing anything. Or- okay, hold on. Hold on. I gotta go all the way back, because I was looking at the guy holding the hat the whole time. The guy in the blue. Oh, or no, the, no. Or the, the guy in the green yeah, it's goes like, to it, grab okay. the hat. It's the guy in the green. You're right. You're right. You're, you're right. Okay, hold on. So I'm at seven seconds here. Yeah, the water grabs the, the hat. Waters in the Caribbean or the atolls to in, in south uh, east of Pacific, or south uh, <laughs> east of Pacific. Or I mean, that's just like a weird hand movement that he does. No, no. Right. No. And look at his eyes. Now look at his eyes. The way they know where the objects are, they always look off screen to whatever the fucking to, video. To shows. the screen where like the the actual. They can see the oh, yeah, objects. Using like a, a meteorologist, weather forecaster, or weather broadcaster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
screens and like when they're pointing at the their their green screen thing they, they yes they it's like exactly that. the same you're right that is the perfect way to fucking describe that it's what the meteorologists have to do to point the, they have to look up at the fucking monitor to see what he's looking at and he looks up and he's like oh fuck and then he just kind of like gets back into his position but like watch him just fucking grab for this nothingness and then i want to see what josh's opinion is on that if this is just a totally normal... I'm going to play without sound here because, like, the sound's really not relevant to, to the clip. So we're, we're just, like, playing this on repeat on our end. Yeah, so... It's annoying when they slow the, down, too. The one guy, he, like, he, he grabs the hat and then he goes over to, like, pretend... Or to, to hand it to the colleague over there in the green shirt. But the guy in the green shirt... Holds his left hand over, meets it with his right for some reason, opens his left hand clasped with his other hand and then takes it and puts it down kind of thing like it's a very weird hand movement that's going on um i don't know that is a bit weird in my opinion yeah it like was he just adjusting himself kind of thing <laughs> i wasn't you know what i mean it, but like, like i think the oh no oh if it was alone if it was just that's like the only CGI thing that fucks up, that would be one thing. But there's there's so many fucking examples of people fucking up objects that they're trying to interact with that it's like, oh, they really are fucking doing this. Like, just watch them fuck up with so many different objects at different times. Like, I won't bore people over primarily audio here, but by doing it a thousand times. But here's another one where now watch this one. All the objects that are moving in the foreground fucking warp out. There's a glitch, and they warp out in the background, and everything in the background that's thing stays fine. So why they just kind of warp out if you like this one. Like there's a video glitch on the one overlay, but not on. Yeah, you can mute. I, I hate most of these things. Music. Yeah, I know. Oh, well, yeah. that happens all the time on, like, weird, like, decoding issues and, and stuff like that. That that happens yeah, all the time on, like, like Twitch. Coding like, thing. You know, like, every other time I turn on Twitch, that happens with, like, a video streamer where it's, like, yeah. the, 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 the colors and the image kind of, like... It's kind of like a lag spike where, like, it'll the the lag will hit, and then all of a sudden, like, the colors and the everything will start shifting it's... down into like a curvature almost. But it's like that happens all the time on streaming services, literally all but... the time. You're right. No, no, it does all the time, but it's the whole image, not just the moving parts in the foreground. That's the part that is weird about that one. So you go back. To I mean, that it, only, it doesn't. Like, it doesn't have to be just a moving like image for the decoder to to smear it all, though. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, but it only smears that. It only smears that, and the background doesn't smear at all. No. Yeah. Only. But that. I mean, that makes sense now because there's nothing to shift. Every yeah, that's all not... those moving image, all those moving parts, even the thing that she was bumping into was slightly moving and that's what kicks off the 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 error that's going on like oh no well okay okay like, go, Aaron, it, go back wait, to it real quick if I a stream wait hold on if, if a streamer is like broadcasting they have a stable camera and they're just sitting there streaming and that happens to them 
It's only going to take place where they are and where they're moving around. Like all their their stabilized room that's not moving is not going to start smearing like that on the. De- yeah. So yeah. it'll naturally be effectively a cut out of them. Or okay, like, so yeah. you're, it yeah. happens yeah. with just moving objects naturally, normally. Okay, okay. I can, I can accept okay. that. Now let's go to my favorite one of all time. I can't wait to hear what Josh's oh, reaction okay, is. This, no, you, you no, showed no. me this one before. Have oh, I? I like this one. So this is a Russian yeah. guy. Yeah. This one's great with the audio, so leave the sound for this one because you get to hear it and it's perfect. So he's doing a little tour and he goes to fuck with a screw. And they're in zero G. And he drops the fucking screw, and then he even snaps his head down to look at it. So you get to watch this retard looking for a screw that he dropped in very much gra- uh, gravity. There's, it's definitely just gravity there. So unless they uh, got gravity for a second on the ISS, uh, this is fucking bullshit, and they're not in space. Like fucking yeah, space. Hier achter deze panelen uh, wordt uh, de urine opgevangen en uh, <laughs> he, he's fumbling with like a screw or like a bolt or something and he's fumbling with it and it comes loose out, out like off the wall and it just drops to the ground at like the perfect at like the perfect nine point eight meters per second squared acceleration that is that we all know as the acceleration of gravity, essentially. I fix copiers for a living, dude. It's literally <laughs> half my job is having screws drop exactly like that. Me looking down like a fucking <laughs> asshole, being like, "Oh fuck, where'd that go?" Um, Aaron, I believe this is something that they like to call. Uh, Russian propaganda, uh, Russian disinformation, and it could go in uh, one of either two ways. First, oh, you mean the place that we that launched every fucking ISS astronaut for the last twenty years until? Are, are you being serious right now, Josh? Like, <laughs> what's going on? Okay. Well, yes, of course, but then there's the the other side point that they could have. Uh, you know, faked one of their ISS clips, have this clip instead in order to uh, try as, as a, a campaign against NASA and actual space travel. <laughs> hey, Josh, just real quick. I know you're... I know you're trying real hard here to be devil's advocate, but if you fake... Asshole. If you fake some of your shit, you're what's known as an unreliable source. And you can't really rely on that source anymore if they're lying some of the time. Just because, yeah, and then people. That's how people view NASA, though. They're like, oh, okay, well, they were lying on that one. But everything else, if I can't prove that each individual thing that they do is a lie, then it's fact until proven to be a lie. And it's like, no, they're lying here, clearly. He's not in fucking space. Like, right? If you had a gun to your fucking head and God is the judge, and if you're wrong, you lose. Is he fucking in space? Yes or no? Oh, in this clip, like in this clip, it's more likely he's not. I yeah. I like a, yeah, no, he's not in space. Physics stuff. Yeah, if you have to fucking give an answer, he's not in fucking <laughs> fuck space. You, fuck you, Bob. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. Well, that, that's the thing I, I like bringing up with uh, with people with Fauci too. Is he's he's an admitted liar. And why do you still trust him when he is, uh, as you so well described, an unreliable source? It's do physics stuff. 
So here you see a clip where they're definitely lying. <laughs> physics stuff. Yeah, here's some physics stuff for you. Screw. <laughs> unscrewed in space. What does it do? Does it A, float around, or does it B, drop to the fucking floor like it's done in fucking Southern California? So, wow, Aaron, I didn't know you also loved the science. Josh, I love the, I love given science. a man of science that you are, what's, what's your best explanation yes. for why the screw dropped to the ground? If, uh, if I had any explanation, it would be that um, he, he's pulling on it in such a way that when it comes it loose... Flung it, it down has, or something? Uh, you know, it comes loose quickly, and he just acts... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just happened to have been pulling in a way that the force was. Replay that. Let's see if he get, get a. Oh yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't motion. think that's the case. But if I yeah, had an explanation, I, I, I that think that's be, uh, that would be it. No, no. I, what's I your best that's, explanation? That's what like. Not your best excuse for them. What's your best explanation? And no, that that doesn't add up. It doesn't add up because yeah, there's, there's no way you can really put that downward it, force on it like that. He's stuck. He's sticking his right. left hand out. Is upturned. I, Oh, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> okay. So, so Magnets. I'm glad you said that. I'm glad you said that because <laughs> this is like the only clip that Aaron sent me that I'm like, well, well, I can't really explain that. I don't know what that is. Um, you're right. Like, I, I, I have to admit, One of his I had to admit, I, I couldn't explain it. I don't know what's going on in this clip. And I gave it to someone else that I respect their opinion but they don't have a science background like whatsoever but they do love the science yeah they very much love the science uh and his response was i don't fucking know do they magnetize the floors in the iss uh which i yeah (laughs) i lost my shit and i was like no they're not doing that you fucking retard Well, there's a uh, they could be passing through magnetism uh, in you know Van Allen Belt adjacent sort of uh, space phenomenon. I don't oh, fucking know. I'm, I'm just making would... up shit that's an excuse yeah. for them. Yeah, yeah, because that's what people do. Instead of actually going, what is likely? They everyone looks at any of these clips and bends over backwards to be like, how do I explain over the this forward, so, so that get in the ass by NASA? <laughs> yeah. Sorry, How do I explain this so that NASA is yeah. still right and everything I believe in is still true? It's like when a kid gets a proof that Santa Claus isn't real and he's like, uh, no, hold on, I got one for this. Uh, no, So he's magic and he can actually teleport to all the children's houses down the chimney instead of it just not making sense. You know, Once they figure it out, they still have to bend over backwards to try to figure out how it's still real. And that's how people treat NASA. They bend over backwards, and be like, "How is this still real?" Because I don't. Want I, I to would. Shatter yeah. Uh, I, I have to admit, this is the one clip that Aaron has ever sent me about his retarded conspiracy theories that I've actually been like, "I don't know." That is questionable. I don't know what's going on here, uh, but I, I'm still not jumping to conclusions. But I would love for the listeners to to chime in about like what happened on this clip. Maybe uh, Carl from. Carl with a K can give us some insight, maybe. <laughs> I love how you Sir assume you're listening to it. Speedo was issuing a, a request, a challenge for you. Um. Another thing it, it, people should look into, we don't even have to play any of the clips, honestly, but just because uh, we're probably we're running a little late anyways on this one. But yeah. they fucking, 
every spacewalk, especially when they do them live, the live spacewalks, have fucking bubbles, like water bubbles floating fucking by them constantly. Yeah, I don't like, I don't know much about the um the whole bubble thing. Like I, I, I get the idea like the everyone assumes space is just like an empty vacuum and like it, it is a vacuum, yes, but it's not empty. So there there is like stuff floating around there and things like that. No, it's bubbles. It's literally water bubbles. Like coming out of the suit. Like blooping past them. Like right by them, rising up right by them. Like it's there. Because, in my opinion, they, and then this is real, and you can look up a million videos on this because how they do their training for astronauts doing spacewalks is they put them in an underground pool where they have all the components of the ISS so that they can fake work on them in a fucking giant underground pool and fucking. Uh, that NASA has. And uh, what they do is they film spacewalks in a pool. And then they layer it so that the astronaut and the modules are behind the live ones. They can't edit out all the fucking bubbles. They just aren't there yet with the technology. And there's fucking bubbles that float up past them all the fucking time on those live spacewalks. Like, you can just watch video after video of fucking bubbles in space. Yeah, I, mean, uh, I will say... The um the clips I watched it's uh so I, have, I have a couple things to say about this the, the clips I watched it's um a little too grainy to identify that they're specifically bubbles but they do you know look like they're acting just like bubbles and and like also you know as Aaron said just all going the same direction as though they're going to the surface of of the water or something like that uh my my second comment is more of a question um do you do either of you know like anything about the design of spacesuits? Whether there's kind of a like an airlock um, sort of mechanism, where there may be uh, parts of the suit that aren't pressurized or uh, that are like between, you know, between no, the pressurized part and uh, outside. That could I have no idea about the design of of spacesuits or anything like that. But to uh, deduce like what would be necessary to to make something like that like uh, space worthy, you would put on the suit, seal it. And then you would have a pressurizer essentially like getting yourself down to, you know, like whatever. And then it would be completely sealed and then you'd go out and stuff like that. So. Yeah. It pops a leak. Yeah. They're dead is what they claim. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. So it's it's not a leak, but uh, or well, it shouldn't be a leak if they're in space. But um, if there's uh, say where the pressurizer connects or something. If there's somewhere where there can be some air bubbles outside of the pressurized area, uh, or so even that, that's the things only of Again, different chemistry, yeah, like if, if they're expelling like the CO two that they're exhaling and stuff like that, like there has to be something in their like rebreather that maybe I don't know how their their air system works on those things, but if they're expelling like the CO two and like their exhaled oxygen to like recycle it and stuff like that and make it like a certain percentage of oxygen so they can breathe like a normal atmospheric level. Uh, and if they're putting that outside, then yes, like, um, those types of, like, materials and, um, and elements, they react differently when they're at three degrees Kelvin. They will turn solid, like oxygen, or I don't know about oxygen, but, like, certain things do turn solid or into a liquid, actually, when they get close to, uh, near freezing, like, near zero degrees Kelvin. So... Yeah. 
I, I get what you're saying, but that's not what it is because it's like rising up from under their feet and shit. Like it's not. Yeah, it's not coming that's from that's something like I would definitely like, be interested in like looking into though. You know yeah. what I mean? To like find out like what their official statement is on that. They just deny it. They like we. I don't know what you're talking about. Sometimes there's bubbles in the helmet because there's water system in the helmet, but. There's no, they just start like, no, there's no bubbles. I don't know what you're talking about. Like, people have, like, when they, because uh, people will just go to, like, these NASA events and stuff and then ask questions like, hey, uh, what's with the bubbles in space? And then they're like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, they just dismiss it. They don't explain why the bubbles are there. I, I think that Bob uh, also brings up another very, uh, <clears throat> very important point, and it's that we are emitting carbon into outer space. <laughs> And that, oh, that God. the real reason that the, the title oh, <laughs> changed to climate change is not not just it's not just a PR move. It's because climate change is not just a global problem. We are polluting the only solar system we have and ruining it for all those uh, poor indigenous we... aliens out there. Yeah, well, we're trying yeah. to fucking heat up those. I hate you, Josh. I hate you so fucking much. You work for the propaganda <laughs> arm of the government at this point. What the fuck, dude? You're good at making up this random bullshit that oh, people god. would believe. Oh god. Oh. Uh, <laughs> That's my new dream job. To be, dream job. To you be could be the next like. Our, uh, you could be the next order. like scientific version of the Onion. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a great idea. I need to, oh god, I'm, I'm gonna start doing. Yeah, that. you're welcome. Thanks, you come Bob. up with great ideas, like the, the the propaganda. Like you'll take you'll take like a news article or like a, a, a like a an opinion about something, and then spin it into some weird propaganda piece about some like thing that's going on in politics or science or something. And it's just mind boggling to me that your brain works that way. It's like what the fuck? Like that's so perfect. <laughs> you you hit every hallmark of. Yeah. <laughs> my brain's broken and I come up with excuses. Okay. I mean, you'd be a valuable asset in news media, the corporate news media at this point. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Uh, so is that, is that our um, discussion tonight? That's pretty much the everything. The only, and... Yeah, on the ISS, yes. The only other thing I wanted to just bring up real quick um, like satellites and shit, like they aren't floating around in fucking space. They're all on fucking balloons. Did you know that NASA is the number one consumer of helium in the... Yeah, do you know why that is? And they use roughly 6 million cubic meters of gaseous helium to uh, every five years, so a little over a million yeah, do you know why that is? of helium every year. No. Yeah, to pop fucking <laughs> Absolutely not, dude. Oh, why? <laughs> no, yeah, dude, I use it in, in fucking research and shit like that. That is the R&D research that I used to do. Uh, it yeah, is the research, research I what? used to do. We had to hook our system up to the liquid helium system in our uh, in the basement of a research facility of a university that I worked at. Yeah, they, they get gaseous forms of it because you can't uh, the the liquid form of helium is at like sub uh, sub ten degrees Kelvin. 
you can't trans you can't just like contain it and transport it. You have to contain it and transport it in a gaseous form. And then you lower the temperature down and you, you get a liquid helium out of that. And liquid helium has it uh what is it like three like or, or like five Kelvin. They use it they use that like we use that in experiments. To, to bring things down, this is how we help yes. simulate and test things so, that we send into outer space, right? Tell me, tell me how a company with 17,000 employees uses um, over a million cubic meters of fucking gaseous helium a year on their it's fucking, what, cooling systems? What do they cool? How much do they need to cool? I mean, they do you need know more the, helium do you know the, by far. And those fucking satellites. You know the volumetric reduction between uh, gas helium and liquid helium. Actually, yes, uh, that roughly is twelve and a half. So that that would be two million liters. Yeah, of that's, that's liquid. That's not a lot. Two million not a liters lot. Every, at least a year. No, because two million we, liters we, isn't a lot. For seventeen thousand would people use, to, to fucking use. We, we would use That's a lot, lot of yeah, fucking yeah. helium because the second you put it into your testing device or whatever you're doing with it, it starts evaporating like a motherfucker because you're operating at uh, sub ten degrees Kelvin and the atmospheric pressure not not the atmospheric pressure, the atmospheric temperature is the same as like having like a very hot frying pan and throwing cold water onto it or like an ice cube onto it. It it fucking explodes. That's what happens to it. It fucking evaporates very quickly. Yeah, yeah. so if, assuming that every single employee No, I'm saying that they, a, a single experiment at least yeah, a quarter a single liter experiment a day could use each. fucking hundreds of liters. A tiny experiment. Hundreds, yes. Hundreds of liters. Yeah. Okay. They have to still get to two million. Yeah, I, I, I don't see... How many experiments do you think they're fucking conducting? I don't think you're understanding the scale reduction of A, going from gaseous to liquid, and then also liquid to actually using it as something that they can test and develop something with, and the like how quickly it evaporates out of the system. Right? Or they're or making fucking Hindenburgs that we're not noticing, <laughs> obviously. Duh. Well. Yeah, they are. They have the fucking videos on them. They have a shit ton of fucking balloon okay. satellites. They fucking launch them all the fucking time. So there, there are there are CubeSats. They that are, like, do. Satellites what are you talking they have about? On balloons. They, they do I, have like mini satellites. Are you denying the existence of satellites? Like, what are you talking about, Bob? I'm denying, yeah, I'm denying the existence of yeah, multiple Hindenburgs that apparently NASA is filling up and getting rid of that we we never see. I mean, to, to the same extent, yeah, it's you, not the big like, scale. how many balloons are they sending that. up every single year to use all this helium then? They they only last about 30 days and they got to fucking... Okay, so how many, boons, how many balloons do they... Then ask that the question, how, how many balloons do they the launch every single year to get rid of all of this fucking helium? It, it's used for legitimate scientific purposes, is probably. what I'm saying. And you're saying the, the scale doesn't match up, but I don't think you understand the scale. You do not understand the scale and, and how the helium... 
I told you the scale yes. immediately. You told me I don't understand it, and I told you the exact scale of it. And then yes. you're like, you still don't get it. Like, yeah, I know the scale of how you transfer. So, so, so for, NASA, for NASA equipment, too, before they send it up in space, they, they uh, at least from what I've seen at Goddard, they have uh, extended testing in um, various space-like environments, uh, which includes temperatures. So uh, I, I figure um, if they, they need to do some of these very low temperature tests uh, that they will be extended and they do it for every single piece of equipment that will be in that environment. So when you say one test takes uh, hundreds of liters, that adds up very, very, very quickly for, uh, as you said, an organization of over, over 15,000 people. Okay. Yeah, so you're talking about 20,000 hundred liter tests every year done by 17,000 people total. All Plus using the, like the residual fucking just blow off that it has just by trying to contain it. The, no, the sheer fact separate hundred. I'm tests, saying that if if you get a hundred million liters of of liquid helium, you're going to lose a large percentage of that just trying to store it because of the sheer nature of what you're trying to store at like five degrees Kelvin, dude. But you can't just. Or, yeah, uh, of course, you know. Or. Yeah. Or what? You're just, you're not even saying it's possible. You don't even know that they are actually do launch fucking balloon satellites constantly and that they last about 30 days. And that's all shit that they tell you. I'm not making a conspiracy there. They tell you that they launch a shit ton of fucking balloon satellites. Like, well, I mean, they, they do. And then they actually show that in video, unlike their space shit. They actually will show you the video of them launching fucking tons of balloon launches. They have regular satellites and balloon. Uh, sat they're like, they're different things. And uncut. They don't have nine different fucking cuts and edits in it every time they do a fucking balloon launch. Because it's not fucking That's because they know the vibrations. So the rocket. Uh, do, 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 do. Yeah. Yeah, that's why. Two million hertz vibrations. Interfering. We're... Whatever, messing up the camera or something. Dude, something. fucking satellites are so fucking stupid, and that's what that's what your satellites are, guys. Just so well, it's because it's so much cheaper than sending something up fully into space. So like, they don't send up satellites quite as often as like for for depending on what test they need to do or what data they need to get. I don't, I, I don't know the actual scale or like whatever, but yeah, yeah. Uh, so okay. Yeah, that's. So it. I think Just I think look we've into satellites and look at the bubbles on uh, bubbles in space and look at the ISS glitches. It's it, fucking it's, hilarious. Yes. The ISS doesn't I'm, fucking exist. You homework for next week. Homework for next week. Except for yeah, some the satellites. Yeah. <laughs> what satellites? All right, I'm gonna Wait. I'm gonna rape I'm, I'm gonna, gonna rape your fucking premise with a bunch of facts and information and, and nothing but sources from the experts. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> don't don't forget uh, the logic. Um, and all the, all the clips and all the links uh, for everything are in the show notes for uh, uh, the show notes. Server. You can follow along at home and uh, you know give us your own opinions and what you think about the whole space shit. Uh, don't put follow, your fucking marks for tonight. Don't put your infants on <laughs> on SS Arise, you dumb motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, I can agree on that at least. And don't. Uh, about the racial privilege of Karen. I don't know. Uh, have a good night. Thanks for listening. Definitely forget about that, actually. All right. See you guys. Thanks for listening. <laughs>